Welcome to Endorphasmic, where we talk about all things endorphasm. I am your hostess, Erica Porter, and today I want to talk about, is your physical health an object of worship or an act of worship? And I don't mean this in a religious way. Essentially, worship is expressing value over something that matters the most to you. A way to think of it is, what is ultimate in your life? Where is most of your time, attention, money, effort, and devotion directed? What consumes your thoughts? And being in the wellness space for 31 years now, I believe that physical health has become an object of worship rather than an act of worship. We worship our bodies and our diets, and maybe we go about them with good intentions at the start. Prioritizing these things is good until it's not. And when things become the object object of our worship, they can quickly and easily become an obsession that consumes us. Your body and your diet is all you can focus on. And the pursuit of this ideal consumes your every thought. You're controlled by your workout schedule. Your morality is linked to how clean you eat. Your mood hinges on, and I put in quotes, how good you've been. Your worth and your identity start to get tied up in how you look. As a wellness professional, as I said, for 31 years, I am all for prioritizing self-care, being physically well allows you to feel your best so that you can serve more fully and live out your calling. It allows us to live more confidently when movement is utilized to center us and empower us. But when we turn a good thing like the pursuit of total well-being into an ultimate thing, this, this God, this idol, this obsession, it will eventually enslave us. And this is what happens when our physical health is the object of our worship rather than an act of worship. And obsessions happen for so many reasons. And let's talk about the the rough definition of obsession. How I think of obsession is having that something be all you can think of, like That's all you can think about, right? Something that takes up all, if not the majority of your time, your thoughts, your attention, and your efforts. It's an irrational, compulsive occupation with something. And different people develop obsessions over different things for different reasons. An obsession with your body or food may very well be stemming from something deeper that has remained maybe unaddressed or unresolved. And in most cases, obsession is really about searching for meaning and purpose. And maybe you're trying to deal with pain in one area of your life and you're grasping for areas that you can seemingly control. And this can lead to the unhealthy obsession around food and fitness, right? But usually when we're that controlled, about something when it's not moderation and when we when we're obsessed with it we don't have control over it and another indicator that something has become an obsession is that it's where you turn to for your joy and your fulfillment and satisfaction approval affirmation your worth and value and 
in, in many cases, your identity. And again, to the point that it's elevated above all else, the importance in your life. And these may start with good intentions, but if, if you're not careful, they can turn from an act of worship to an object of worship. And motives matter. Are you seeking validation? When we look to culture for validation, approval, or to define our standards of beauty or worthiness, the standards, the, the standards are ever-changing and over-promising, and quite literally, they are a moving target. Beauty standards change throughout the years, and even between cultures, what's beautiful today may be seen as ugly or you know, whatever in, uh, in 30 years. And so it's, it's tough. And, and where do you get your definition of beauty from? And this is tough because our culture today is about likes and follows and, and has become a measure for our validation. I, you know, I remember having a conversation with somebody about how many followers I have on Instagram. I'm not interested in followers, nor am I interested in following back, um, you know, people that I don't particularly know. If, if what I post interests you, if it, if it motivates you, if it inspires you genuinely, um, that's important, but I, I don't need that validation to know that, um, I have worth and value and the environment around us, the shows we watch, the accounts we follow, the magazines we read, the music we listen to have incredible influence on our daily actions and beliefs. And I am constantly reminding and asking myself, why would I, one perfectly flawed human being, seek the approval and validation from another perfectly flawed human being? Now, yes, there are people that inspire me and motivate me, but it's because w what they're doing comes from a place of, of pureness and, and the desire to really make an impact on people, not to make money or not to simply, uh, gain followers. And similar to seeking validation, we can also fall into the trap of idolizing and obsessing over these standards. If we find ourselves seeking our worth, our meaning, our purpose in it, and maybe in how you look or how you eat or how other people perceive you as the perfect person or the hot body, maybe even in how you perceive yourself. I think that we really have to think about how do we perceive ourselves and are we looking for the validation of being, being deemed that perfect person or the hot body or whatever that might be, true worth, meaning, and purpose is not found in your body, how you look, but instead 
our true purpose is service to others, how we make another human feel. Your body and your looks and even your health is fleeting. And our meaning and purpose in life is not tied to our food choices or how our body looks or a disease that we may have. Our purpose isn't to have the perfect body. The meaning of your life is not to attain perfection or I should say anybody else's ideal of perfection. So what our life should mean is, is different and unique just as each and every one of us is so different and unique. So perfection is, I mean, I believe that I am perfect. That doesn't mean that I can't get better. And that doesn't mean that I am without flaws. That just means that I believe in my worth and my value and that it's tied into things that are not the reflection that I see in the mirror, but I still want to be a better version of myself tomorrow than I was today and trying to use food and fitness to craft a perfect body or physique is nearly pointless and that kind of brings me into comparison, right? Comparing yourself to others and then coming to the conclusion that you're not worthy enough or disciplined enough or just not enough in some way or another is fucking asinine. And I'm like, not today, Satan, not today. This urge to compare can further drive our obsession with fitness and diet as we push ourselves harder and harder to achieve the goal of looking like someone else who we view as beautiful or goals, right? We talk about, um, I always see squad goals is one thing, but when people are looking at somebody else or even relationships like relationship goals, uh, you know, goals as far as somebody's body, that's, that's so crazy. That's so crazy because we're all so uniquely different and so perfect in our own beautiful way. And we need to do all we can to take care of ourselves, but we need to be wise and examine our heart and our motives of why we are so eagerly and exhaustingly seeking out to try to to be anything other than just amazingly and uniquely us. What are you striving for? Truly, what are you striving for? And are you placing all of your hope in something that is fleeting. And what happens if those things are stripped from your life? Does your livelihood come crumbling down? If your joy and hope is placed in things like clean eating and, you know, having to work out and, um, if those things are taken away from you, then so is your joy, right? That's a pretty sobering question.
What is your joy wrapped up in? It, it certainly shouldn't be in our ability to eat clean or, you know, how long and how many calories we burned. And it doesn't mean that we can't enjoy those things because food nourishes us and it should be enjoyed. And movement is powerful and allows us to live with power. Remember that the endorphasm is the moment during movement that you feel all things are possible. And that can happen while having your cake and eating it too, just not the whole cake. And when we do everything by the book, we can still fall ill or we can still not be um, what somebody else is. And that's okay. Excellence is, is not perfection. Excellence is finding the joy in all of it, the joy in movement, the pleasure in food. And our delight in those things ultimately fuel us and empower us. Everything we do flows from the heart and our life reflects what's in our heart. And the saying, how we do anything is how we do everything. And so I hope that people can find the balance in their life and what, what actually brings people joy and allowing movement to be power, the power of the feeling, the feeling of the power to know that we are capable and that we are honoring ourselves and that we are so much more than just the physical body. And, and we are certainly more than likes and follows and What's important is our service to others. How do you make somebody feel? And when you make people feel good, that should make you feel good. And you could be 120 pounds, whatever. I don't even want to throw numbers out there because it's that's irrelevant as well. I mean, I've, I've fluctuated all over the place and that hasn't changed the person that I am. Um, and I still feel that I am worthy and strong and capable and kind and generous and all of the things that I want to be remembered for because the last thing I want is when people gather together to, um, whether it's a celebration of life or whatever it might be, for them to talk about um, what I brought to this world and how I made them feel and the contributions that I left, that I, that I made in this world and how I changed, even if it's my immediate orbit, just that impact. And if anybody is sitting there talking about the fact that, um, you know, I looked good in a pair of, uh, spandex or Lululemons or an endorphasm tank top, whatever it is, um, I have not done my job as a human and I have uh, clearly obsessed over the wrong things. So just a whole lot of food for thought today. With that, love, health, and happiness, and always 
much respect.